It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Greetings, people of the internet. My name is Big Mo. And it is my honor to welcome you to the hardest-hitting, full of ranting, most entertaining show in the world. This is the Dave Van Aken What's up, guys? Monday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day out there. I love that. Happy Valentine's to you and yours. Let's get into it. Action-packed weekend. UFC 271 and what a major pay-per-view, major major storylines coming out of that. I was live on scene for Anthony Pettis FC 1. That's the first one. You can only go to one one time. It was very cool. It was awesome. So many behind-the-scenes stories. I'm not going to get into the fight card of that show, but more behind-the-scenes stories and uh, just our team and everyone there. Was, oh, my goodness. Insane. The kids say bananas. But UFC 271, holy crap. They gave you, like, some pay-per-view cards or even some fight night cards are really good. There's great action, but on Monday or Tuesday, you're already going to UFC fight night. I, I could be talking about Johnny Walker right now. Johnny Walker is not going to make this show. Maybe later on the week. Maybe we'll drop a pod on Wednesday or Thursday. Maybe after BZ Money. You know what I mean? Maybe after the Banana and the Bee podcast. We'll see. But there's just so many storylines I got to get into. So many. Um, let's start. Yeah, let's leave the pay-per-view and I'll kind of run down everything and stories and the commentary team. Congratulations to Izzy. Another title defense to me. The greatest middleweight I've ever seen in mixed martial arts. Yeah. I'll get into that later, but let's talk about APFC1. Anthony Pettis Fighting Championship 1. Lakeland, Florida, uh, with me living in Daytona Beach and, and driving to Orlando often, it was great. It was great to uh, ha- have a drive-in show, you know, have a uh, sleep-in-your-own-bed show. So it was a phenomenal, pun intended, just time in two days. We went there on weigh-ins. We talked to most of the fighters. Most of the fighters on air interviews and post, you know, off air interviews. Sometimes it's really, really you get nuggets. Not when the cameras run, you know they they might not want to talk about stuff, and you know sometimes it's hard to ask that question on air, whatever, whatever, right? So it's great just to be there and get the feel of the fighters and the card and seeing Anthony Pettis do his thing. We I probably should have dropped the interview on a pod, but. It's on all, all over social media's Fight Banana's official on IG. I put it up on mine, YouTube, Facebook. Talk to Anthony Pettis 10 minutes, literally 10 minutes um, right before the weigh-ins on th- Thursday. And it was just great to kind of pick his brain about the promotion side, where the promotion's going, Anthony Pettis fighting championship, uh, his relationship with UFC Fight Pass, uh, and then, of course, his personal own 
you know, fighting days and PFL. And it was just, it was fun. It was a really good conversation. And uh, I hope you guys go snag that. So let me kind of get into, not, like I said, I'm not going to get into the fight card. I, I'm blown away by, and there's just really, really big things happening. It's, it's amazing stuff. So much happening behind the scenes, and that's how life is, right? But the team that we had, the team of not even just Fight Bananas, but the team that uh, the, 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 the organization had, you know, our family guys who um, do everything for island fights, even Jorge Masvidal's icon, kind of that nucleus is the same team behind APFC1. So it was just the camaraderie is insane, just the, the, the stories and the fun and the dinners and the lunches. Man, it's there's nothing like it. There's absolutely nothing like it. I, I will challenge any other um, fight team group, the, the camaraderie, and then it's kind of pun intended for the day, the, just the love, the shared love that we all have together. For the fight game, and not even that, even for each other. It's it's unmatched. It's it's really cool. Um, this was the first event that Felicia Spencer, UFC retiree, um, was all in on kind of working the media side with Fight Pedance. She was there, like, the weigh-in day. She was there interviewing fighters. We created content together. Fight day, she's there before all the fighters are. Uh, you know, we're filming stuff. We have media scrubs to do before and after each fighter. And uh, Felicia Spencer was a huge part of it. And um, I know she's not going to like when I say this. It's just there's a uh, a proud. I think that's the, the right verbiage. I'm just absolutely proud of how she's transitioning. She's so good. She is so good on the mic. She doesn't even know how good she is. All the fighters, every single fighter, the main event fighter, Lucas Alexander, who won the fight. Said multiple times, you know, hey, I was in this. Uh, maybe the end of the first round wasn't going this way. But Felicia, you know what I mean. Like, you've been there. Every fighter made sure to, uh, you know, hammer that home that Felicia's a vet. Felicia's been here. She's been in some of the greatest female fights in the history of the sport. And she knows what the fighters are dealing with. She knows it way more than I. I, I don't, you know, I, I've been there enough and I connect with them enough. And I, it's that's also another cool part. It was so cool. The... The love I was given, it, it was phenomenal. Guys like Logan Woods and Bubba Sheffield and, and Lucas and, and Jacob, just how much, you know, they wanted to connect. And we, we did interviews and pictures. It was just, it, it's, it's pretty damn awesome. But it was just cool to see uh, firsthand, like, her debut show. Her, she's just picking it up. She is a complete, complete stud. Um, huge things for Felicia. Hey, under our banner... And her personal going future, going to, you know, her next moves. I'm just uh, proud. Let's just say that. Uh, also, you know, we brought our girl Paige on and uh, it was very cool. It was her first event as well. And I just loved how, like, she just picked it up too. She just, she's, uh, you know, an amateur fighter and she knows the back ends and, and the inner works of, you know, just the, the fight stuff and the fight game. She's been there, the arenas and weight cuts and all of that nature. So, she knows a lot that's going on, and it's just really cool how much she picked it up. She answered questions as well. She's never done this on this side of it, not once. This was her like debut event. She's asking questions to Anthony Pettis. Like that's insane. That's bananas. That, that took me years and years, and Paige is picking it up and absolutely murdering it. It was, but it was really cool. She helped us a lot on the social media uh, side of it. 
talking about that, how it was wild. The Mike Davis, uh, Mike Beast Boy Davis news broke. How he's not fighting in UFC London in a couple weeks and why. Uh, it was crazy. It was crazy to kind of do that literally right before the show. And that was probably the 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 underlined and the underrated uh, really, really great part of that show. They brought out star- – so ringside, you know, we're, we're sitting there. We're watching the fight and uh, with us in the media, like we're, we got to watch the fight. And as soon as the fight happens, we walk from the ring to our media room. And for one time, we're on this uh, – the back wall inside the uh, the cage, right? And I look to my left. We're at the end of it, so we can kind of sneak out quicker. Uh, to my left is Felicia Spencer. Uh, straight ahead of me is, you know, huge fans, fans, huge family of the show. Uh, Jillian Robertson, Hannah Goldie, uh, our girl Jada, Mitchell Chamali. Shout out Mitchell. And then we look down to the right, and it's Leota Machida, Phil Rowe, Alex Nicholson, Mike Perry. Who Knuckle Mania. Main event in Knuckle Mania 2. That's this Saturday, by the way. It was just so cool to see, you know, all these. Stars. There, there were, had to be 15 to 18 UFC fighters in the building. Just had to be. Absolutely bananas. Just such a cool time. Pettis was shaking hands and kissing babies all night long at the event. His first event ever. He uh, even jumped on the commentary desk with our guys, David Evans, TJ DeSantis. Shout out, David Evans. Straight murked it. Absolute stud on the mic. Um, it was great, man. Just an unbelievable show. Uh, memories unmatched. Stories will, will never be told. Just we had fun. We we just laughed and laughed and laughed and uh, talked about fighting. Uh, that, that was our job. It's some pretty great stuff. All right, let's go to UFC 271 Fallout. And that will be sponsored by Just Blaze Clothing. Go right now, guys. Uh, yeah, pause the podcast. Go pause the podcast. Go get a dope shirt at JustBlazeClothing.com and then come back to the podcast. Give us love. Listen to the rest of the show. But do that at JustBlazeClothing.com. Um, all right. So we got to start at the top. We'll work our way down. Uh, we're not going to break down every fight. Just some really high-end key stuff that came out of it. Izzy. Israel Adesanya. Um, an absolute, to me... And I saw the Anderson Silva days. I watched him beat Rich Franklin live. The Chael Sutton rivalry, uh, the Belfort knockout, Forrest knockout. I get it. And I know you guys are gonna you guys are gonna get on me on this. I know it. It's fine. Izzy's the greatest middleweight I have ever seen. He is. That's hey, that's what it is. I think his run, his his light up, I think his dominance. One, he's never lost as a middleweight. Undefeated. His only loss is a decision loss to the light heavyweight championship, you know, Jan at the time. And won multiple rounds in that fight. But Whitaker twice, Vittori twice, Costa, Yoel, Gas. He defeated Anderson Silva. I know it was towards the end, but he did defeat Silva, which is will go down nicely in history. Brunson. Like... Guys, he's just going through the division and just dominant, absolutely dominant. One thing that people had a problem with was uh, there wasn't any Joe Rogan on the uh, microphones, and uh, you know we'll we'll probably get in. We that might be its own podcast, <laughs> but uh, 
people were getting on Anik, mostly Bisping, it seemed like, at DC, but mostly Bisping about the commentating on the score and where they were on the scoreboard and how they were... Uh, the, the word that I kept on seeing on social medias was bias. That's what I kept on seeing. And, you know, I was kind of... I, I was watching it and listening to them, and I, I, I see where the people go. You know, it, people are always going to be so over-the-top and hyperbox, especially on social media. You know, I saw words like bias and robbery and, and Travis Sham mockery. Come on. <laughs> it, it wasn't a robbery at all. I, I had I had Izzy winning 3-2, to two and I could see in a world where most of the two judges saw it 4-1. to one. Like, that's where I was leaning. I was 50-50 on 3-2 or 4-1. That's what I saw. And people to say robbery is is just crazy. But where I was going with this is the reason why, and with me doing commentary, I kind of, it hit, it really does hit home for me. You have these, you have 60 seconds or you have some downtime in the fight. And like football that we saw the scoreboard, we saw Matt Stafford driving down the fourth quarter, two and a half minutes left. They got to score a touchdown. They're down four. They got to get a touchdown to win the game. Maybe Robert Whitaker had to get a knockout in the fourth round to win the fight, a.k.a. win the game. But you could tell with Whitaker, and, you know, he's always been very sincere. On camera, he's been a sincere guy, family guy. He doesn't say outlandish things. He's not saying he's not Nate Diaz calling out what guy they say I'm going to be a boxer. Whitaker is that guy. It's one of the reasons why we love him so much. He thought he won the fight. He sincerely, you could see in his eyes, he really felt like he won the fight. He seemed like deflated. He seemed like he did enough to win. But he didn't know. There was no scoreboard to see. How wild would it have been if Whitaker looked up at the, the, the rafters there in Houston and saw, holy shit, I'm down 3-1. I got to get a knockout. I thought I was winning this fight. I'm down 3-1. Maybe the fifth round would have been different. And with the commentators, Bisfig and Anik, you know, there's with dead air and the, and the in-between rounds, that's what you talk about. It's, it's a mystery. You, when you sit down with your friends at the bar, at a house, you know, hanging out with your boys, right? Like, you don't talk straight facts. Like, you don't go to the top 10 movies and see how much this movie made. Oh, wow, Titanic made this much. Oh, Avatar made this much. And then just say facts. Like, that's just how we, we say, our top five favorite movies is this. Avengers Endgame, Jerry Maguire, Ocean's Eleven. Like, you you, you, you debate and, and you talk about what's the best trilogy in movie history. Like, you don't state facts. Michael Bisping and John Anik wasn't going to say, oh, guys. Uh, Israel Adesanya is 20-1, and one, and if he wins this fight, this will be his 22nd win. This will be nine straight wins of the U.S. Like, it, it's, there's not a, it's not a factoid, uh, you know, time for the, for the announcers, for the commentary team. It's a mystery what the score is. That's the talking point. They talked about how Whitaker's leg was getting beat up. Izzy might end him later in the rounds. That's going to catch up. Like, mystery things. Is it going to catch up? Is Whitaker's leg going to be that damaged? Oh, Whitaker's got to get inside. He's got to do it. Like, 
it's not stating the fact like if he gets inside, he wins the fight or wins that transition, wins that moment, wins the grappled stage. But they have to theorize right there on live hot mics in front of millions of people what's happening and what's going to happen. In the third or fourth round, they don't bring up the first round a lot. They really don't go back. It's always moving forward. It's always looking. When you're driving, you you don't drive by looking in the rearview mirror the whole time. It's important once in a while to hit it, take a peek, make sure everything is good back there. When you're going to turn, let's look at all the mirrors. But when you're driving, you are looking forward. You are looking through the front of the car, the front window. We're going forward. I'm going to say what's going to happen in the fifth round. Who is going to win this round? So think about that for a second. Just, I'm telling you, guys, if you didn't like the commentary team or or, or you thought it was biased, do it. I'm telling you, just try it one time. Mute the main event and talk throughout the rounds and see how many times you bring up scores or stats or records or just, I'm telling you, record yourself on your iPhone and then hear it back. How much bad dead air sometimes dead air is okay you want something to sink in so sometimes you say is he knocked down Whitaker and you give it a couple seconds because it's a big moment you want people to see you want people to kind of really switch their hearing to all eyes it's like it's it's a it's a sight like you're you are seeing the words it's crazy it's crazy that's what we do for you guys that's what commentators do we literally lay the words of the song. You are watching art. You are watching something um, that's just beautiful. You are watching something that's uh, being done on the spot. Sometimes Whitaker doesn't know he's going to throw a spinning back fist until he starts to spin. It's it's un. I don't want to say unmatched. It's it's just it's you just never know. It's so much instinct. There's no like plays when you're watching the Super Bowl. Cooper Cup. How that touchdown, one, two, divot, outside pass. Boom. They knew the play. In fights, there's really not plays. You go out there and if someone throws a jab, you're going to counter with a check hook. If someone's going to try to, uh, you know, go for a shoot, you sprawl. You, it's just, it's just, it's instinct. So uh, I thought people hammered on the commentary team way too hard. But what they were hammering on was how Izzy was so dominant and Israel Adesanya got the win. Of course, what we do here, you know, even that, as much as Whitaker, we, what's next, right? What is absolutely next for both men? For one, the middleweights are actually absolutely stacked. Brunson's not going to retire. He's going to fight at least once or twice. That could be a Whitaker fight. Uh, how about Marvin Vittori? We saw Strickland just last week. Those timelines really are interesting. I don't know if Whitaker is going to want to sit for eight months. He kind of does that off of a, uh, you know, he doesn't lose often. But what he does, he he sits. He's, he's going to rest up and come back strong. Sometimes when you come back too soon, one, you're not mentally or physically all there. And two is it's, uh, you know, sometimes when you're away from the game, we, we love you more. It's the cowboy effect. Like everyone wanted, you know, people were talking about, hey, let Cotter, let Cowboy go. He should be fired. He sits off, you know, on the bench for eight months, and then he's in the main event, co-main event, and everyone's so happy to see him back. So I think Whitaker should maybe go away. So maybe the Strickland timeline's not there. 
you know, we'll say Teal might come back. You know, Hermanson's still there. There's a lot of stuff. There's a couple young studs, too, also coming up. We just saw Nick Maximoff just breaking records two weeks ago. So let's kind of see. So I do think Izzy and uh, Cannoneer is definitely next. Hey, E is he even threw out a date. I thought it was a great pay-per-view. I thought the buys were great. I think the the look of it was great. So if Izzy's called his next shot, the next date, I, I see that's what's going to happen. I can see Jude, UFC 275, be headlined by Adesanya Kinnear. Um, What's next for Robert? Can, can Whitaker ever fight for the title again? And that, that was a kind of a talking point, too, over the weekend. And my two cents is he, he could. He definitely can. One, as much as... In a, in a weird way, I'm telling you how good Izzy is. It's the fight game. Middleweights are uh, you bugus. You just never know. And I feel like Izzy's at this point right now. This That was his fourth title defense. You know, is he going to defend this title ten times? Is he going to try to move up and go for that light heavyweight strap? Is Izzy going to take a, a year off? Knock on what Izzy's never really had a, a major year injury. Can Whitaker fight for an inner belt? Um, and then also... We just saw Max Holloway get booked against Volkanovski for the third time after losing the first two. This fight was definitely closer. So he didn't get knocked out in the first or second round like he did last time. So there's data that could say, hey, there's improvements here. Maybe he just needs one more shot. And it's not going to happen tomorrow. But if uh, Izzy beats Kadir, uh, you know what I mean? If Izzy, I don't think you're going to see you. Well, it looks like the, he always talks about Darren Till. So if Darren Till wins one time, like he's going to get that title shot. Um, if Izzy could defeat, uh, yeah, let's just say in the next year, June to June, uh, 2023, Kinnear, Strickland, and Till. And if Robert wins two more times or three more times, tell me they wouldn't rebook that. Like UFC 304 is Whitaker and Asanya. So I, I don't think it's done for him here in the middleweight. People are saying he should you know, cut weight classes. Now, did you are the second best middleweight in the world. I can't say, you know, it's just, you got Michael Jordan in the same division. It's, it's tough. It's, there's nothing you could do. He's Charles Barkley. You know, it's, 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 it's hard. It sucks, but just keep doing your thing. Just keep on winning. Um, I would fight twice a year. I, I would lower the volume and just really start stretching it out, you know, cause yeah, he defeated gas Kadir and Till in the last three. You well, you well, Jacare Brunson, Uriah Hall, Brad Tavares. Like he's defeating everyone except for Izzy. But there's a Strickland and there's a Vittori out there that's um, even Hermanson. Even Hermanson, if they want to get him back on the winning streak, I think is very, very lucrative for Bobby Knuckles to do. All right. We meant, we, you know, it's been 22 minutes. And uh, this is, and Izzy won the main event. And Izzy is a huge star. But this is why I, I say this probably almost every pay per view. This is why I particularly love MMA so much in the UFC. Is that on a night stacked full of future Hall of Famers, superstars, uh, even how about uh, all the media scrums? You had Dustin the Diamond Poirier there, and you had the Justin Gaethje there. You had all these guys. You got Calvin Cater doing stuff behind the scenes. You got all these guys doing great things. And I could argue walking out of UFC 271, the two stars, the people that were on social media the most, was Tai Tuivasa and maybe Roxanne Bonaferi slash Casey O'Neill. Just that fight, that move it forward. Casey and Roxy, kind of, it went very, very, I thought 
Casey was going to get a finish, but it kind of the fight went almost exactly like I thought. I just thought maybe one or two of those hits, Casey would have put a little bit more pop, probably got Roxanne down, and when that up ground and pound is 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 vicious. It's very king like. So I thought Casey was going to get the finish. Other than that, you know, she was my absolute lock pick. She was a part of my Dave's action, the only one I won. I'm sorry, guys. Took the L this weekend. I did. Um, especially coming up next. But uh, with Roxanne, you know, going out on her shield, the old analogy, putting the gloves in the octagon. Uh, the fans were super behind her, booing Casey O'Neill, and I thought it was wild. Uh, you know, I thought it was very, very polarizing that Casey went heel. Casey went Chael Sonnen. Casey went Raging Aliquinta. Casey O'Neill went Razor Ramon, the bad guy. So I'm very intrigued to see what's next. But just, um, you know, hey, props to Roxanne Montefiore. What a great career. Trailblazing career for so many. I love how DC, not even say for so many, um, you know, females, but for so many males. She's just been a pioneer of mixed martial arts. All right, guys, let's have fun. If uh, I'm telling you, you absolutely, absolutely have to watch the Fight Bananas post-fight show. Uh, Josh Byers, our guy Blake, they're just one, they're incredible, they're so funny, they're so personal, I'm, it's just, it's 52 minutes of Jim Carrey watching fights, it's it's awesome, I love it, it's the best post-fight show going, and they did a shooey on the show, live, so I thought it was really cool, they did a shooey, and uh, that was just, it, Ty Tuivasa was the star of UFC 271, we're going to look back, you know, um, they the the poster was what the poster was, but if it had like a DVD cover, and I know I'm dating myself right there, but if they had a cover of a uh, uh, way to order this on a Blu-ray, Tai Tuivasa has to be on the cover. Like he maybe maybe he is the cover. You know, came out great fight, second round knockout. Derek Lewis almost had him, and I love how when Tai Tuivasa gets rocked or gets hurt, other fighters show up other fighters sprawl other fighters try to shoot they they just try to kind of wrestle they try to get out of that scenario when Tai Tuivasa gets rocked he just throws harder like he just he he starts to go for it to me it's so funny the um just the like his mindset's like okay I'm about to get knocked out here here comes bombs like here we go and uh, he just throws bombs he just starts just chucking stuff so I thought it was so cool I, it was uh amazing what Tai Tuivasa did there, Derek Lewis. Tai Tuivasa came in as the 11th ranked heavyweight in the world. Lewis was three. Flip-flop. Flip-flop flat. Tai Tuivasa is now a top five heavyweight. Pretty crazy to say in 2022. And Derek Lewis, I know people are going to be so upset when I say this. He is now the new gatekeeper. Derek Lewis, if every, you know, after Tom Aspinall beats Volkov, that's where he's going. Ciro Gone had to get through Lewis. They wanted to do it for Blades. Lewis said no. So Lewis, so Blades goes back. Like he is now the official gatekeeper. If you want a title shot in the UFC, you have to beat Derek Lewis. And uh, I don't know what's next for Tai Tuvas. Is this Ciro God? God just fought last month, so those probably light up nice. Maybe even on a Jude card. Maybe you want to give both both uh, boys some time. You put, uh, put them on July. I really do think we're going to see a Bones versus Stipe in July, and you put those boys in the same card. 
We've seen crazy stuff happen. You know, uh, Jones has fought off on a card or two on week on a week fights on a, the week of the fights. So if you got Ty and um, you know gone on the same night, like you could really quickly switch gone and Miocic, kind of a thing there for the interim title uh, UFC heavyweight. Because I don't think we're going to see Francis this year. Twenty twenty two is over to me with Francis Nagano. So that's that. So congratulations, Ty Tuvasa. Congratulations to the Shuey. Congratulations to Josh Byers and our guys Blake on the post-fight show. Shuey, well done, boys. Well done. Like that. Uh, what else we got here? 271. Um, oh, Bobby Greed. Holy shit. What a star Bobby Greed was. Phenomenal uh, performance inside the octagon. Looked awesome. Just what a fun fighter to watch. Just absolutely Eye-pleasing. Just, he, he makes you laugh. He makes you think. Bobby Green, absolute stud. But pre-show, post-fight show, post-fight speech, everything. Total package. Bobby Green. John, a- John Anik said it best. We will see Bobby Green in a big-time featured fight. Maybe even a main event fight. Give him the mic all week long. Bobby Green just keeps winning, guys. He just keeps winning. Oh, he's 35. He's too old. Split decision kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. Now he just keeps winning. So shout out, shout out, Bobby Green. Um, yeah, let me hit that. Um, yeah, let me hit that, and then I'll end with this. Okay. One, so not like I said, not going to give you breakdown of the fights and what happened and who won. But the second fight of the night, I believe, was um, Blood Diamond fought in the UFC. Blood Diamond was 3-0 and going into this fight. And Blood Diamond was his official name walking into the octagon. And I I know I might be a little bit older than you guys. Maybe I'm a little long in the tooth. Maybe this is a little bit get off uh, the grass guy. Maybe the gray hair is coming out. But guys, we can't. This is a slippery, slippery slope. On two, on, on, in two ways, two offenses, it's a slippery, slippery slope. First off, I know he's, a, he, he's an Izzy guy. I know Izzy's the main event. I know you have to say yes to these guys, and I get that. But these spots are so coveted. These UFC fights, these pay-per-view UFC fights are so damn sought after. They can't be giving it to a 3-0 guy who's just not ready. He looked awful. In a mixed martial arts contest, in a UFC fight, that is not what you want to show to the world. He looked Damn disgraceful in the octagon. He just he doesn't know what he's doing in there. He's not ready. He's three and zero. Like Amanda Nunes at three and zero was not ready. It's no offense. Connor at three and zero was not ready. He's not what he was. He should not have been fighting in the UFC. That's one and two. You could hear with my tone I said at the beginning. Blood Diamond should not be a name into the UFC. That's not his official real name. You can't just. What what if Dustin Poirier, with all the stroke in the world, you know, he's like, hey, guys, you just called me the diamond. Like, it's just, it's a slippery slope. It's his name. And then you go, like, a lot of people just call him the nickname. Hey, diamond, diamond. There's a notorious one. But you got to have a, your name. You got to have your real name. It's, it's, I know people are like, what? I'm telling you, it's so important. It's like, it's a slippery slope that you don't want he hate me in the NFL. Remember that XFL had these nicknames on the back? But XFL is a gimmicky, skeeby, you know, niche thing. 
the UFC is not. The UFC is the NFL. The, U- the UFC is the ornament. The UFC is the big leagues. You just can't have this niche nickname as your name. Nope. Doesn't work with me. I'm telling you. And people are like, really? Yeah, no. I'm t- just let it go for six months. It'll be people would have their sponsors. People would have, oh, coming out to the cage right now is Dave Just Blaze Clothing. Like, if he can do Blood Diamond, why can't I do that? And you know, some of these fighters tell me FanDuel is not going to give one of these guys 300 k Hey, you're the main event. It's Robert FanDuel. <laughs> Come on, guys. We got to... Uh, no nicknames. I want his name. You can then... Then he can go as Blood Diamond. You can call him that on the commentary team for the rest of the night, but... I need a name. I need a name. Um, yeah, so we did it. APFC one, UFC two seventy one fallout. I'm excited for Jamal Hill and uh, Johnny Walker this weekend. We'll get back to you guys in a couple days. Last thing, closing with this. There's videos on uh, Fight Ben has official on IG. I think we put it on the Facebook page as well. Let me close with this. Always, always. Go paper. All right, guys. Dave Van Alken, I'm out. Have a great day. Have a blessed week. Happy Valentine's to you and yours. And we'll talk to you guys real soon. We out. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.